Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe it, Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. He's at the four. NASCAR. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923. And enter the pin 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. And of course, our co-host, Rick Swan, to be named later. But he's he, he is here, but uh, he'll be named at some time. But uh, good afternoon. It is Tuesday, September 20th, uh, show number 212. Um, and boy, the NFL is hard to pick, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, one, of our, one of our people in, in our contest is in first place. And we'll, and we'll tell you who Chris will when that's, we get around right. to we that. Got, we got those but, standings, um, yeah. But uh, we thank have God a busy show scores. today. Yes, thank for thankful for that combined <laughs> score. But uh, mm-hmm. we have a busy show today, and lots of it will be football. So uh, football and, and baseball probably take a majority of the time. But yep. the agenda, Chris, is? Okay, well, we're starting off uh, on this uh, uh, September 20th, as Perry said, just a couple of days before fall. Fall's really going to, I guess, going to cool off here. Not real hot here either already, but it's going to cool down a little bit more in a couple of days, I guess. I didn't really hear all the weather. So for the agenda tonight. Of course, we go through our panel uh, discussions. I'm going to talk about the retirement of Roger Federer. Uh, boxing, uh, Robert's going to talk about the uh, Triple G Canelo Alvarez fight um, and a little uh, NASCAR stuff. Uh, then uh, we'll do the NFL, we'll do college football, we'll do baseball, we'll do pro basketball, and we came up with some NHL stuff right at the end so that Pierre can you know take a quick nap. And uh, there you go. So anyway, starting off with Roger Federer, he retired He's 41 years old. The last thing he's going to play in is the Labor Cup in uh, London, and that's next week, or maybe it's this week by now. That's his final event. He was number one for 310 weeks altogether in his career and 237 in a row. He won 103 tournaments. He won. Uh, he was the second all-time in tournaments behind Jimmy Connors. Uh, there was a little, you know, that's when they were combined. Uh, Broad Labor won more, I guess, but that's when they were separate uh, pro and amateur. You couldn't be both. Uh, 20 Grand Slams, 8 Wimbledon, 5 U.S. Opens. And and Nadal and Djokovic will be at the Labor Cup uh, tournament that he'll be in. So that's appropriate. So right now, the Nadal has 22 Grand Slams, Djokovic 21, and uh, it is uh, 24 uh Federer, as we say, as he uh, hangs it up. So that's uh, that's what's going on with him. As far as uh, a couple of things here, uh, my long quest might be over tomorrow because Rick and his wife Linda and I are going to go and try to get IDs. Yeah, you may and never have been again. <laughs> I, I, what's that? 
You may never hear yeah. from us again. We may yes, we, we've, uh, we've been yeah. trying to deal with the registry of motor vehicles, which is legendary in the state for not being easy to deal with for anybody. But you can't even call there and talk to a person about anything. That Not at all. Rick tried it. I tried it. There's no menu that will let you talk about anything. You can't set up. even talk to somebody about setting up an appointment on the phone. So we're just going to go in and see what we can do and bring our stuff, and hopefully it'll pass muster. And But anyway, there's that. And another, the fun thing that I found out about that Miss A will do is if you want to go back at least to – 19, the mid-1940s for baseball and into the 1950s for uh, pro football, you could say something like, uh, what was the score of the Red Sox game on June 26, 1962? And she'll tell you. You can go and get all kinds of scores. If you have a good memory of things that maybe happened in your life, what was going on, or, or you just like to know uh, how your teams were doing at various parts of the year, that kind of thing. Um, now, it's, it's just going to tell you that they beat the Angels, you know, two to nothing. It's not going to go into a thing about Earl Wilson's no-hitter or any of that stuff, and you're not going to know if it's home or away. Now, there's some tricky things about it, like the Washington Senators, you can't talk about them because they're gone now. So if you want to find out about them, you have to ask about the other teams. So like with the Red Sox, they played them uh, May, April 14, 1958, and they lost to them 5-2. to two. So when I ask about the Senators, I can't find out. But if I ask about the Red Sox, then it'll tell me that the Senators beat them. So, and it changed. Oh, and when the Braves and Giants played their opening day in 1951 at Braves Field, it said Miss A will tell you because she'll keep the original name. She'll tell you that the San Francisco Giants beat the Atlanta Braves 4 to nothing, even though it was here in Boston between the Red Sox and the New York, the Braves and the New York Giants. So that was fun. I had fun with that on Saturday night. We'll talk about the Patriots later. But anyway, here's our, our my fellow ID sufferer, Rick Swan. <laughs> I don't have an ID. I don't have an introduction on the show. I'm a- no, you got nothing. <laughs> don't feel bad, guys, because it's the same way out here in California as far as getting a hold of people to do that also. Yeah. Yep. Well, Giants are 2-0. It was ugly, but I'm not yeah. going to complain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? um, and you know, my weekly bad coaching report, we're right back to, to Hackett in Denver. That was brutal again. He was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he had, he had one spot in the fourth quarter when they're down by three, and he had like a, a fourth down on there on like the 35, you know, Houston's 35-yard line, and they, they're trying to decide what they want to do, and they finally decide they're going to try a 53-yard field goal, but by the time they decided it, they get out there and they got a delay a game call, and then they went back five yards and they punted. And it's, it got so bad that, that, you know, with the communications that the crowd was counting down the play clock for them. <laughs> Four, three, two, one, so, you know, ooh, that's good. That's got to get a lot of, A lot of people, though, that I'm starting to hear, Rick, say that if he doesn't get any better, he may not make it very long in this league. Oh, that, that's good. And, and, it, and, and it's not helping that Russell Wilson looks terrible. You know, yeah, I thought yeah, he was going to have a huge year, but he looks terrible. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention in baseball, and I've kind of brought this up before in a different way, but I want to talk about, oh, by, but by the way, Chris, Aaron Judge, you were talking about last week, not doing well at Fenway. Yeah, Chris, I know. Then he, he hit the two home runs. I told you he would. Didn't yeah. I, if I said that, he would do something yeah. there, yes. But I just wanted to let you know, I, you weren't wrong. I did hear after that that before that game, in 36 games at Fenway, he is actually hitting 178 with only six home runs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but this, all this talk about him breaking the American League record for home runs, um, I still don't understand with when you know with all the rules the same in both leagues and playing each other and everything. Why does even a, a record for the American League? That's, I mean, we don't have a, we don't have a touchdown pass record for AFC quarterbacks. And 
Well, I think it's the history. I don't think that's going away because you you played only the American League for so long, or, or only the National League, and yeah. uh, you know I, I think they'll keep that. That that's a history thing. I don't think that'll do any harm. Yeah, but that's a history thing for Roger Maris and, and Babe Ruth, not for Aaron Judge this year. That's well, it's still the American League, and it's also I think people are feeling the legitimate modern record because the other records are Barry Bonds and McGuire and Sosa and all well, that, that. That I agree with. I'm not yeah. a big. I so I think that's part of they're yeah. saying it nicely about the American League, but. I I think it's really more about, yeah. you know, those guys. And you did say our weather was going to change. We're, we're Friday night, actually, maybe supposed to hit into the 30s, so it is yeah. cooling off. And yeah. so I'll turn it over to somebody who's always cool, and that's Perry. It's not, boy, it's yeah. not cool today. It's about 95 here. Wow. And then tomorrow it's going to be 70 and by Friday in the 50s. So we're going to apparently <laughs> wow. get the same cool weather that you guys do. But, you know, in a lot of ways, you, you get to Friday night football. Those football players will like that because it's cooler yeah. and they can. Yeah. Um, so that'll yeah. be cool. But. Um, next week, of course, ends the uh, AAA baseball season, and then 15 days left in the major league season. But uh, the AAA season, I think it's next Wednesday that uh, it'll wrap up. So uh, that's a big, a big deal here, of course, with the I Cubs and and people love them around here. So even though they're not really having a good year, the crowds have been really good. So people still want to go out and. Have their hot dog, their beer, and you know whatever they like at the baseball game. And uh, Iowa, the University of Iowa, had a football game on Saturday night, and uh, <laughs> kind of lasted about ten years. Um, they started the game at six thirty, and because of all the lightning delays, they had three of them, and uh, it ended after one thirty on Sunday morning. And it, it was kind of funny because. The later into the night it got, the loopier that Gary Dolphin and Ed Podolak got. That was, that was pretty amusing to sit and listen to. Uh, Didn't they have one point? How many plays did they get off between two of the lightning delays? Uh, maybe two plays in between the first and the third one. So yeah. it was, they probably should have just waited. But yeah. uh, And I'm kind of surprised they even got the game in because at the same time they had started the game for the last time in the third quarter, we were getting a thunderstorm here, and we're about, you know, a couple hours west of them. So I'm kind of still surprised they even well, were able to got finish. Them, uh, yeah, yeah, probably got them uh, about right after the game ended then, something like that. But, uh, yeah, it's football is well underway, and baseball is wrapping up, and the playoffs will start in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So we'll cover all that for you. But, uh, Bill, uh, I assume that uh, things are not good in Colts land. No, it's not. I don't know what exactly is wrong, except the offensive line is bad. Quarterback, of course, that leads to bad quarterback play. Uh, Jonathan Taylor had a bad game. Um, They were missing their top two wide receivers and then the tight ends, then, of course, the defense. And the coach's lame excuses. Well, we, <laughs> you know, and, you know, this is two two out of the last three games to Jacksonville. And they were terrible losses. It wasn't even close. They weren't even in the same zip code. So I don't even. Isn't that, haven't they lost in, they haven't won in Jacksonville since like 2014 like, like or something? Eight or nine years in a row. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what, what seems like, to be their problem? I don't know. It seems to me that their priorities and where they're 
you know, spending their money for their football team is not good. And the general manager, it's a thing on principle. I'm afraid he'd have to get let to the door and there would be a new coach. Of course, I don't know if it's going to make it any better. I think Rick will have a new ID on here before the Colts get better. <laughs> they're, play, they're kind of they're kind of playing like they got coffee creamer in their chili. Huh? No, that, yeah, uh, there, you there you go. That'll do yeah. it. But hey, I'm coming back today. I'm coming back after that mishap. I'm fixing chili later on tonight, and it will be the right chili. Yeah, he he threw all the coffee creamer out of the house, right, Bill? That way you can't right. make that mistake anymore. Right. <laughs> Gracious. So anyway, it happens. But it's going to be a busy week after the coffee club tomorrow. I'm going to Michigan for a day or two. I'll come back oh. home, and then I'll meet Jenny, and we'll go to Columbus for a blind get-together. So it's going to be a busy week. So... It's what I, what I can say. Robert, take it away. I'll be glad to take it away, Bill. And if somebody could possibly explain to me what happened on Sunday afternoon in Las Vegas, that would be very helpful. I, I, no, no. I, 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 don't under, I don't understand that. The first half, we completely dominated. The second half, it's almost like we didn't show up. And I, I don't get it. But anyway, that's my football story. Um, anyway, as far as NASCAR, uh, Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick were eliminated from the playoffs, and Chris Busher is the one that won the race on Saturday. Night. That's all the details I have because I was busy speaking of Las Vegas. I was busy watching the Canelo Alvarez Triple G fight, which I had to actually watch on Sunday. We had Major Thunder, Lightning, uh, and Rain, which we desperately need here in California, but they could have left my internet alone. <laughs> so I had to spend Sunday watching the fight, and Canelo dominated him, and what, what the ironic thing was, he dominated him with one wrist that had torn ligaments. He went into the fight with torn ligaments in his wrist. Uh, either he didn't know about it or they didn't catch it on the physical, but now he's going to have surgery, be out for at least three months. And uh, so chances are he won't be fighting again until next uh, Cinco de Mayo because the two days he likes to fight on are May and September, Cinco de Mayo and Mexican Independence Day weekend. So uh, mm-hmm. that'll be Canelo Alvarez's story. He's now 58 wins, two losses, two draws with 39 knockouts. Triple G, he should retire, uh, but he says he's not going to. But his record is now 41 wins. Two losses and a draw, and both losses and the draw are all to the same person, Canelo Alvarez, and with 37 knockouts. Remember, they fought at 168 pounds, and uh, Triple G's division is normally 160, and he still holds two of the middleweight championship belts. So there is money for him to be made, but if I'm the other middleweight champions, I try to get him in the ring as soon as possible, as terrible as he looked on Saturday night. Let's move on to Austin, Texas, and turn it over to Sean, and he can tell you all the stuff he's got to say. 
Well, it's going to be 100 degrees on the first day of fall on Thursday here. We haven't had 100 degrees since August, but we're going to have one on the first day of fall. So, so hey, you know, it's in the 90s now. We had some cool weather last week, but, you know, coming back, and then we'll finally cool down in October. But anyway, if you want to contact us throughout the week, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, remember, first of all, if you ever want to listen live, we are those of you on the podcast, we're here every Tuesday at 4 p.m., Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. But if you want to contact us, 800-693-0595, option two, or sports lounge at allthingsradio.net is the way to get a hold of us. And I checked out an interesting little documentary about a baseball team. They're kind of baseball's version of the Harlem Globetrotters. They're called the Savannah Banana. And they're kind of, like I said, they do all the Globetrotter antics. And if you're at a game and if somebody's up to bat and the the opposing team's up to bat and somebody in the stands catches a foul ball, the player's out. (laughs) They have all kinds of little antics like that. But I recommend checking that out if you're seeing it on a and E had it, and some other places. But anyway, we know, we know Rob Manfred likes gimmicks. Let's hope that he doesn't get a hold of that because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's hope he does not. But they've been around about forty years. But anyway, we got we had a crazy, crazy, crazy week of football, didn't we? Sure did. Yes, we did. Okay, so let's start the scoreboard, and people will comment. If, and this is the best of the national games. Those other three were kind of yawners. But the uh, Kansas City Chiefs beat uh, the Chargers 27-24. Chiefs were trailing most of this game, and then they yeah. took the lead on a long intercep- uh, interception in early in the fourth quarter, about 95 yards. And 99. They, uh, 99 yards. Okay, 99. there you go. And, yeah, 99. Yeah, and they, uh, you know, and they, they managed to win it. And, you know, but Herbert looked good, and Mahomes looked okay. So, you know, these are two contenders. They they. they they both look good, and I think they're going to fight for that division. The, you know, especially the way the other two teams uh, are, are playing. You know, and Herbert so. was injured, but they think he's going to be okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. by the way, I watched the Amazon broadcast. And I thought they did a very good job. I guess other people had different complaints because I. I- Depending on the area you lived in, you had technical issues, but I didn't have any here. I didn't hear about the technical issues. I didn't hear about the technical issues with Amazon. The one that I have heard is apparently DirecTV has had two weeks of technical issues and have caused people to miss entire games. So people are yelling at DirecTV. Well, the thing I heard. Go ahead, Sean. Oh, good. I was going to say, the thing I've heard with Amazon, though, the complaints that I heard were sometimes the announcers were low, and then sometimes, you know, the audio of the crowd was, you know, real high, and then sometimes the announcers you didn't hardly hear. And Herb, the one I also, Herb Street was, I mean, it was almost like he was really nervous because he's with Al Michaels, and I think, but that part, they'll work it out over a couple of weeks, I yeah. think, because they... Rick, you got to see it. What did you think of it? I had no I had no problems. I did hear some, some people saying that they had some, you know, some buffering problems at certain times, but not where I was. It was fine. No, I had no issues whatsoever. Yeah. And, okay. one, and one thing to mention with that, that is, yes, it is an, an Amazon thing, but they can and will show the games on NFL Network. They can't show them live, but they will show them delayed like the next day or maybe over right. the weekend. So you can watch them on Friday and Saturday. You can watch them. You just, yeah, you can watch them. You just have to wait till and watch them delayed. Right. 
So now, the, uh, the this was the reverse uh, Heidi game, I guess we would call this, because the Jets beat the Browns 31 to 30. The Browns went ahead 30 to 17. They missed a, they this great field goal kicker, missed an extra point. What's going to happen to everybody? Also, they were pointing out that if he had just gone down, the yeah. Jets had no timeouts. But who thinks of that? You just oh, get in there. Well, that touchdown. It's that over. does happen once in a great while, because we've talked about it. And, and, yeah. and, and you know, people always say, wow, yeah, that's great. But they're, they're not going to score 13 points in the last minute. No. Yeah. I've seen Belichick do that. You, more... Rick, you've seen Belichick where he'll stop and then just say, that's it, and start taking a knee on the 10-yard line. I, I can remember years ago, Brian Westbrook, the Eagles, getting breaking oh. off like a 15-yard run and dropping on the two-yard line oh. because of the situation. And, uh, and, 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 and kicking, of course, Rick, is more of an adventure now than it used to be, too. Yeah. yeah. And the reason I remember it so well is because, of course, because of fantasy football. The guy who had Brian Westbrook was upset. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, so anyway, the Jets won a thirty-one to thirty, and uh, the Browns had a one twenty-four to go. They had a thirty to seventeen lead. They also couldn't recover the onside kick, so that's on them too. But it was the Heidi game in reverse. That's about the way the Raiders came back on the Jets in '68. About yeah. that kind and of I, time frame. I absolutely believe that if he hadn't missed that extra point and the Jets still scored, I, I, I'm almost guaranteed that they would have gone for two at the yes. end of it because, yes. because he's in New York. He heard all week everybody praising yes. Dable for doing it. You know? And yeah. if, he, if he misses it and people start criticizing him, they'll say, oh, you loved it when Dable did it in the war. Yeah. Well, Detroit beat Washington 36-27. They, Detroit had a, like a 22 to nothing lead, but the commanders came back, made a game of it, and you know, they, they had to hold them off. But they, they've got a pretty good, Detroit's got a pretty good offense going there. So they, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Carson Wentz is no, they're not 2-0. They lost. Uh, the oh, 1-1. One one. That's right. That's yeah. right. They did lose to you. 1-1. That's right. Yeah. What were we saying, Rick? I just say Carson Wentz looks a lot better than I thought he was going to. Yeah, so far. But, of course, he yeah. threw the interception. I don't know if he threw any yeah. interception Sunday, but he threw a few the week before, and that uh, didn't help. Tampa Bay beat New Orleans 20-10, to 10, and uh, that was after a big fight, and Mike Evans is now out for the uh, upcoming game next week. because. And I, of guess, it. and I guess Tom Brady is not happy about it. Okay, no. he's not ha- happy with Evans having fought, or that they uh, punch that he's him so that much. he's out. That he's out. Okay. Yeah. He's, well, he has an extra day off. He, Tom, Tom, yeah, has Tom, day has Tom decided he's unhappy enough to manage to come in tomorrow, or no. not? No, no, I don't. No. I don't. I don't imagine he's going to do that. No, no, because he's going to take one stays off. Tom Brady's not happy about a lot of things these days. He's That's throwing tablets on the sideline and screaming at players. Well, he's sleeping on the couch. Yeah, oh, he probably is. <laughs> no, he's the other residents. I think he's semi-retired, is what he is. Uh, the Giants beat Carolina in 1916, and it was like pulling teeth that game. But what, what did you think, Rick? Like I said, it was ugly. Um, yeah. Know, the, I mean, if, if Barkley doesn't have a big day, they're in trouble, you know. And, and But the one thing that's good is that, it, and I never realized this back a few years ago, that it makes so much of a difference. One of the great things about having a new coach is they're not tied to old players. Correct. And this, if Dable's not even, he, he had Galladay on the field for like two snaps. Whereas mm-hmm. if, it were, if it were still Gettleman there and, and Judge and stuff, it's their guy and they've got to yeah. play him, you know? That's right. So that's one so. good thing. I mean, they're using some, some backup receivers because Tony's always hurt. And, mm-hmm. uh, but they're, they're getting the job done. I'm not going to complain. Yeah. Patriots beat Pittsburgh 17-14. to 14, And this was, you know, it was kind of a strange Again, it was a little like the point to you, like the Giants game, a lot like it. And the thing is, this determined which team is going to be kind of crummy and which team is going to be really awful because the 
Steelers are going to, I don't care. As I say, they sh- never should have won that game against Cincinnati. That was very lucky. The long snapper got hurt. You know, Cincinnati was back kicking the ball again like they're supposed to be in, in their game. And so they, they totally could have lost that game. They'd easily be 0-2. But they, they got to do something. Whether Pickett can do it, I don't know. But, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Is it, is, is, Trubisky. Uh, Trubisky is not getting it done. That no, is we're for gonna, sure. We're going to see if Pickett can do it within a couple of weeks. I think. I think we will. Yeah. Okay. We already kind of talked about this. Jacksonville beating in Indianapolis 24 nothing. The Colts were not in it, and it, they're and they haven't won since 14 there. And it's just uh, I've got my uh, Matt Ryan. He's got to get going here for my fantasy team. This isn't good. What can I tell you? And we've kind of covered that pretty well. Now here's another one for you. Miami beat Baltimore 42 to 38, and uh, Baltimore and was this crazy back and forth. Well, it was, it was, but Baltimore was no, 35 to 14 yeah. with about 10 minutes to go or whatever it was. Yeah, Miami just woke up that last quarter. And Miami, Tua threw six touchdowns at 469 yards. He's the second youngest to ever throw for six touchdowns at 450 or more yards behind uh, Mahomes. But, I mean, I don't know. This is against the Ravens. I don't get it. I mean, Tua didn't look real good against the Patriots the week before, and here they are uh, doing this to the Ravens. I don't understand. I don't understand the NFL this year. I, I really don't. <laughs> Not crazy. so far, anyway. Nope. I'll, no. I'll bet that'll be. I'll bet that'll be one of the games that you see over the next couple of days on the NFL Network. Oh, I, yeah. I would. I would guarantee you'll been see replayed. that. Yeah. It was already replayed. Already. I watched. Yeah. yeah they used to have a thing. Rick and I used to guess it at the end of the when when we have to watch the football game. What is the game that uh, Tom, you know Pat Summer and Tom Brookshire are going to do for the game of the week? And uh, yes, yeah, that would be the game of the week for that. You know, if you still had that feature. I think though in the Ravens game, if I remember right, that was Kevin Harlan on the TV side, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Kevin Harlan. It was Kevin I Harlan. Lost yeah. his voice by the time he was done with all that. <laughs> okay, the Rams, I don't know about this, Perry. The Rams beat the Falcons, but it was only thirty-one twenty-seven. Once no, again, a it, big lead got got further away, almost right. cost them. Yeah, it was thirty-one to ten <laughs> at one point, and then and Atlanta actually had the ball down yes. thirty-one to twenty-seven and and had a chance to win that game, but uh, mm-hmm. the Rams are are certainly in a better situation than the other Super Bowl team, which we'll get to. But when you start in the, in the history, I guess, of, of the way that the playoffs are structured, when you start 0-2, only 30 teams have done that and have made the playoffs. So unfortunately mm-hmm. for yep. the other Super Bowl team, that may not bode too well. Well, the other nope. Super Bowl team, yeah, well, we'll see about that. That's right. So uh, San Francisco, beat, uh, they took care of business, 27-7, to 7, and did. in the process, Trey Lance, got hurt, but they, they have the best backup in the league. And I think every week since last football season, we said it one time during the show, Garoppolo, Garoppolo, Garoppolo. <laughs> and now we're saying Garoppolo again, because Garoppolo played and he did a good job and they and held him off and, and he'll, you know, and he'll be playing, he'll be now. playing the rest of the season. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, so the so team that the now Harry next Ruger- year, now next year, uh, when, with, um, the 49ers, Frey Lance is going to have to develop again next year. That's right, and this will be another conundrum for them because they'll have to decide. Well, it depends on how the season goes, but, you know, they may just move. You know, if Garoppolo plays well enough and stays healthy, now remember, this is Garoppolo we're talking about. He's often injured, but if he does stay healthy and he has a good year, then they may say, you know, how much better are we going to be with, you know, Garoppolo's not old. He's like 25, 26, so it's not like you're, you know. And remember, because of the because of him restructuring his contract they cannot use the franchise tag on him right nor can they right. nor can nope. they trade him during the season so right. he's got a lot of leverage there he does 
Dallas beat Cincinnati, the other Super Bowl team, who's now 0-2, as, as we say, 20-17. to Cincinnati fought back. They were down 14-0, 17-3, and they got back and tied it up. But the Cowboys came down and kicked a field goal on that. Uh, uh, Cooper Rush looked, looked pretty good. Did okay. He did. He yeah. did and the, and the yeah. Cincinnati's in trouble. First, yeah. Cincinnati, that offensive line, they, they thought they had it fixed, but it's still not, it's still not good. No, no, not at all. No, Cincinnati's definitely in trouble. Denver played play, beat Houston sixteen to nine, and we'd already talked about Hackett and his rough start, but they did get that win. They, got, Houston, they lucked out and won it. Yeah, they, they did. I mean, Houston it. played a good game, so you know you kind of yeah. you know don't know what happened there. Arizona, of course, with the, beat the Raiders twenty nine twenty three in overtime, and you know we already talked about that. That was you know just crazy twenty to nothing, and and Arizona was dead. I don't know. I, I really mm-hmm. don't. I don't. I don't understand it. I, I just I, I have no clue as to what happened, why, you know. Just, I don't yeah. get it. Green Bay with a workmanlike performance beat the Bears 27-10. I wouldn't yeah. say it was spectacular, but they got done what they needed to do. The only offense that the Bears, Bears had was uh, field running. That's that's all they could do. I mean, you know, he did well with that, but that's about all the, the passing game. They don't have receivers. They don't have much. But not that the Packers have a whole lot going either, but uh, you know, they had enough to beat the Bears anyway. Talking about coaching, and, then, and no, I, I know the Bears don't have a whole lot of receivers, but they're in their two games total. And now one of them was in a rainstorm, but in the rainstorm, they threw the ball 17 times in this game Sunday. They threw the ball 11 times yeah. and they're behind the whole game. I mean, that's, that's a total yeah. of 20, 28 passes in two weeks. Like where, as opposed to that, the Jets, who of course have been behind most of the time, have thrown the ball 102 times in the two weeks. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, then we went to Monday night and again, we didn't have good games, but Buffalo is on a mission here they killed tennessee 41 to 7 they reminded me of the patriots in their prime that's the kind of game the yeah. patriots used to win they would just get out there get ahead and you know that was it i mean they put in the second stringers in the third the middle of the third quarter late third quarter they were into the exhibition mode and uh, you know both teams were it was just over and you know they there was yeah. no uh, you know tennessee went into the season as one of the you know maybe win that division do whatever and i'm not saying that they can't because that division's up for grab yeah. but it's just you know a buffalo just just Kick butt. That was that's all you could say. Yeah, they're right now they're the good. best team in the league. Yeah. And Philadelphia beat Minnesota 24-7. to I'm surprised Minnesota didn't put up a better fight in that game, but I, I have to admit I was falling asleep during it because it just kept staying 24-7 to all the time. Well, yeah, it was 24-7 and a half. Yeah, 24-7 and a half. Cousins threw three interceptions in the second half, and it, there you it go. comes to that same old thing where Cousins in prime time. And, you know, I, yeah. I heard at one time that the, a theory that he has, he has bad OCD. Okay. And, that's, and that's why, I mean, he has to stay in his routine, which means 1 o'clock on Sunday. You get him in prime time and he's all messed up. And now I don't know whether that's true or not. But yeah. he has, he's like two and te- two and ten in prime time right now. Wow. But I'll okay. tell you if um, if Jalen Hurts, I mean I always I thought he was a pretty good quarterback because of his legs. I didn't think he threw that well. If he throws like he did last night, those Eagles are going far. They are. Oh yeah. And and here's the thing: this weekend, the people in Alabama would like you to know the Alabama quarterbacks in the NFL three and zero. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Yep. That's right. So, uh, okay, we got the standings for you. AFC East, we have ball, uh, Buffalo at 2-0. and 
Miami 2-0, and Patriots 1-1, and and the Jets 1-1. The AFC East kicked the butt of the AFC North this weekend, that's for sure. In, yeah. the, in the North, we have Baltimore at 1-1, one one, Cleveland 1-1, one one, Pittsburgh 1-1, one one, and the Bengals are 0-2. AFC South, Jacksonville 1-1, one and, one, and they're leading the division. Houston 0-1-1, oh one one, Indianapolis 0-1-1, oh one one, Tennessee 0-2. Oh in the West, Kansas City 2-0, and oh, Denver 1-1, one one, Chargers 1-1, one and, one, and the Raiders are 0-2. Oh and and uh, now Josh, Josh is, is not getting in trouble yet, but I'm sure they're starting to complain. Are they starting to complain on the talk shows uh, out there, uh, Robert? Uh, yes. Okay, there we go. All right, that that's there. Remember, in Vegas, it's not like one of these Midwestern towns. Well, we trust, uh, we know that they do a good job. You know, these are people from all over the place, and they bet on these games, so they, they can oh, yeah. be a little hostile, yep. you know. Okay, Giants are 2-0. and Whoever thought we'd say that. Philadelphia 2-0. and Dallas 1-1. and Washington 1-1. and In the north, the Chicago, the whole, they, it's like they haven't accomplished a thing. Chicago's 1-1. <laughs> one one, Detroit's 1-1. One one, Green Bay's 1-1. One and, one, and Minnesota's 1-1. One one. In the south, we have Tampa Bay at 2-0. and Despite the not playing great games, they are 2-0. and New Orleans 1-1. One one, Atlanta 0-2. Oh and, and Carolina 0-2. Oh and, and I think Tampa Bay's in the right division to you know get that yeah. division the way it looks. And that's, and the, the, co- West, that's the coach that we've heard about with Matt Rule that he might be in trouble pretty quick yeah. if they don't yeah. turn And in the West, we have Arizona at one and one, the Rams are at one and one, Seattle one and one, and San Francisco one and one. And in our football mm-hmm. contest for and, and among us here on the show, we're we're going for the old Sparky trophy. But Perry is leading right now the whole contest. He's got twenty. We have uh, uh King what's his name? King uh can't think of his name. King Dale. Dale. Dale, King Dale. Is 19. I have 18. Rick has 17. Allie has 16. Jamal, our friend, has 15. At 14, we have Robert, Sean, uh, Al from Cleveland, uh, Pierre, and Jerry. Oh, many, many voices you've heard on. No, no, show. Robert has. You wrote that out. Robert has 15 with Jamal. The rest of us. Oh, Robert's 14. with Jamal. Okay, then. Okay. Yeah, he's with Jamal. He's with, All yeah, right. He's with Jamal. Ty. And USF yeah. is at 13. So it's very close. But Perry yeah. got the combined score. So uh, there you go. And uh, but yeah. it was a wild week. I was 11 and five picking the games. I did the best week of picking the games. But um, it's like you know that that's not a great week. But it's <laughs> the way this week was going. It's, you know, <laughs> this yeah. week, hey, I got I got and, you know. Oh, combined <laughs> scores. Those combined scores, though, those are the hardest to hit. I mean, you, they are. If yeah. you hit, if you hit two or three of them in a season, you've had a great yep. year. Well, so, I was tied for last with Pierre and Jerry and Jamal. So I'm and Alan Cleveland. I'm not complaining. You know, hey, that's sick. So it was a bad week for all of us. Yeah. All right. I remember one year Jerry hit all three combined scores on Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, he did. So we got this week's schedule. We have Thursday night. Pittsburgh at Cleveland is 8.15 p.m., and, of course, that's on the Amazon Prime. Yep. Sunday, we have at 1 o'clock, Houston at Chicago, and that's on CBS. The Raiders are at Tennessee. Oh, getting up early again. Now, the Raiders did okay with that a year or two ago, but they, they used to struggle with that getting up early in the morning thing. So they got to go to Tennessee at 1 p.m. on Fox, so that's a game you would expect on CBS. Kansas City at Indianapolis at 1 p.m. on CBS. Buffalo at Miami, 1, on, 1 p.m. on CBS. Detroit at Minnesota, 1 p.m. on Fox. Baltimore at the Patriots, 1 p.m. On, C- on Fox. Oh, I didn't realize Patriots game was on Fox. Um, Cincinnati at the Jets, 1 p.m. is on CBS. Uh, Philadelphia at Washington, 1 p.m. on Fox. New Orleans at Carolina, 1 p.m. on Fox. Jacksonville at the Chargers, 4.05 p.m. on CBS. So Fox has the doubleheader. 
We have the Rams at Arizona, 425 p.m. on Fox. Atlanta at Seattle, 425 on Fox. Green Bay at Tampa Bay, 425 p.m. on Fox. And this is going to be interesting because you're going to see Rodgers with his ghostly receiving crew against Brady and his ghostly receiving crew. So we'll see who can get this one. Um, you know, Sunday and I, night, we have and I expect that is the national game, if it, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, San Francisco yeah. at Denver, 8.20 p.m. on NBC. What will a Hackett pull out of his hat on uh, on national television? <laughs> and Monday night, we have Dallas at the Giants uh, at 8.15 p.m. on ESPN and ABC. So there you go. So that's the schedule. And oh, real, real, hold on, real quickly, I forgot to mention, this is the last week we met, speaking of the contest, yep. if any of you want to be a part of it, the last week for new participants, 712-432-3642, hit 5 for the main menu, go to board 9, you have until 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific this Thursday to get in for this year. Okay, we have you a, still catch up. Yeah, we have a few NFL notes. Uh, the the, the uh, this game, of course, last Sunday, the Patriots beating the Steelers was the first time since November sixth, uh, December sixth of nineteen ninety eight, that neither Tom Brady nor uh, Ben Roethlisberger Berger were in the game. Uh, you know, and that 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 was the uh, Patriots happened to win. That. I asked Miss A, and she told me the Patriots won that game. Uh, uh, and uh, we already talked about the Amazon, uh, you know, uh, uh, broadcast and so forth. And uh, let's see, I think I think we've got a couple more notes. Oh, Tom is taking Wednesdays off. I told you that. So Giselle yeah. is uh, that's a compromise for Giselle, I'm sure, to be with the kids. And do she has to work on Wednesdays. Wednesday. She has to work on Wednesdays. Yeah, know. she probably does. Yeah. Uh, and it's the most important day. And that they were saying it's the most important day of practice. That's when you put in your real game plan for the other team. So yep. it'd be nice if it was there. Let's put it that way. Uh, and and then. And we already talked about Trey Lance. Did he break his ankle? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. He had so, surgery yesterday. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Uh, I guess it were. Uh, it was more broken than what they thought. So the surgery was much more complicated. That's why he's going to miss the entire season. Okay. So. All right. So now we move on to college football. Unless anybody. Oh, Dane Jackson. Hold on. Hold on. Dane Jackson with the Bills last night apparently is out. You know, after that hit. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yep. well, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I heard this morning he's going to be fine. Uh, they haven't decided what they're going to do as far as injured reserve or whatever. And also, William Gay of the Kansas City Chiefs was suspended for four games uh, due to uh, uh, conduct policy violations. Apparently, he got arrested in January, and he was supposed to pay for the damage he caused, and he said he was going to pay for the damage he caused. Apparently, he didn't, so the NFL has suspended him for the next four weeks. And the, okay. and the Buccaneers with their ghostly receiving crew, as that actually added to it, they signed Colby easily today. Uh, there we go. They're all yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and Las Vegas police are looking into allegations that a fan slapped Kyler Murray in the face when he was celebrating yes. after the game. Yeah. yeah. I, I heard about that, yeah. yes. Okay. All right, so there were not too many close games in there. We're running down the top 25 scores and then, of course, a few games of interest. And uh, we start off with Georgia. And if anybody has any comments, but there's not much to say about a lot of these. Georgia beat South Carolina 48-7. to Alabama beat uh, Louisiana Monroe 63-7. to Ohio State beat Toledo 77-21. Uh, to Michigan beat UConn 
10 to nothing. Like I said, it would have been a better basketball game uh, because UConn can play basketball, but they can't play football. Clemson beat Louisiana Tech 48 to 20. Uh, Oklahoma beat Nebraska 49-14. New coach, same old, same old. USC beat Fresno State 45 to 17. Kentucky over Youngstown State 31 to nothing. Uh, Oklahoma State over Arkansas Pine Bluff 63 to 7. Arkansas beat Missouri State 38-27. to is at least a decent game. Uh, and that, and that, Chris, that game was close right to the end. So Missouri State yeah, was a good game. Uh, Tennessee yep. beat somebody, and I'm not sure who this is, 63-6. Uh, to six. I'm not sure, but they killed somebody. and don't, don't have it yeah. written down properly. NC State beat uh, uh, Texas Tech 27-14 to 14 in, in uh, uh, NC State, in Raleigh, I think it was. Utah beat yeah. uh, San Diego State. Uh, uh, 35 to seven Penn state over Auburn, 41 to 12. I listened to some of that game. Boy, you want to hear a quiet crowd. Yeah. No. And I, and the thought is that, uh, Hearts and the coach at, uh, Auburn is, is going to be done once they can hire an athletic director. Yeah. They're probably going to let that guy bring in his own coach. Yeah, because uh, that was that was bad. They they weren't in the game when I from the time. Well, they blitzed them in the third quarter. I think it was seventeen nothing in the third quarter, and that's the part I heard. Uh, Oregon beat BYU forty one to twenty. I thought that game would be. I thought had, that game would be closer than that. Yeah, I thought it would be close also. And the University of Oregon had to apologize for their student body by the way out of that game because apparently. It was. Remember, they had a whole controversy with BYU supposedly making racial slurs at Duke and everything. So oh, yeah. the Oregon student body started yelling, yelling, "Bleep the Mormons! Bleep the Mormons!" They kept shouting that the whole game. So. Okay, <laughs> whatever. Mississippi beat Georgia Tech forty-two to nothing, and uh, wow, that was uh, quite. Yeah. A, I guess did you get to hear that during all the lightning delays? Uh, Perry, I, I or did, whatever. I did. I did. Yeah, because that. That was earlier. Well, the lightning, earlier yeah, the lightning, the lightning really didn't kick in until you know like six thirty, seven o'clock. Okay. So I, right. I got to hear all of that game, and they they played well. But Georgia Tech is yeah. is not as good as I think people thought they would be this year. Well, they played bad. They played no. pretty good on Labor Day against Florida State. That was, they were in that game until the third end of the Clemson. Clemson. Clemson, yeah, yes. they were in the game yeah. pretty pretty you know, into the late third quarter. So you never know. Okay, yeah. Baylor beat Texas State forty-two to seven. Uh, Washington beat Michigan State. That's another interconference, 39-28. Uh, Florida beat South Florida, 31-28. Wake Forest beat Liberty, 37-36. That was a close one. Um, Texas uh, against UTSA. That was 41-20, Texas. And, and it was, they got and the it was seven, it situation was, straightened out. Have any no, of those quarterbacks well, gotten healthy yet? Well, no, well Hudson Card, the, the backup, the one that played most of the Alabama game after he yours is going to be out for several weeks. Quinn Ewers out. So, so Card played most of the game. He looked pretty good, but they got Bijan Robinson, Heisman Trophy candidate. They got, I mean, it was it was seventeen fourteen at half. It was seventeen. That's how close it was. It was they were up seventeen fourteen at half. That's yeah. how that's how it was. And then all of a sudden, because UTSA is a good team. They're I mean they almost beat Houston. They beat Army in overtime. I mean they they could have snuck up on a team like Texas. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Texas A&M beat Miami 17-9 in the College Station. Uh, Pitt beat Western Michigan 34-13. Now, here's one. Here we get to some of the panel interest games I threw in here. Southern Illinois, Jamal Salukis beat Northwestern 31-24. Not that he's not a Northwestern fan. He liked them, too, but I'm sure he was rooting for his Salukis. And, you know, interestingly enough, we always always talk sometimes, you know, what goes on on Friday nights. Well, Mm -hmm. Jamal on Friday night did say that he did not think the Salukis would 
would win that game, but I'm guessing he's very happy they did. I'm sure he is. Indiana did manage to beat Western Kentucky uh, 33 to 30 in overtime. Uh, Syracuse beat Purdue 32-29. This was a good game. It went back and forth, and uh, uh, Syracuse was trailing most of it, but they came back. They got a good running quarterback, and uh, and he could throw a little bit too. Uh, Beathard, he he, did, he brought him back, and they won that one. Uh, Notre Dame did get a win finally, 24-17 over Cal. Uh, and we talked about this a little bit. Kansas beat Houston 48-30. to Again, a game with some lightning delays, but they are undefeated, as is Duke, and they meet this week. We'll talk about games upcoming in a minute. And then LSU beat Mississippi State 31-16. So what's up with that, Perry? Uh, Mississippi State, as I understand it, now I didn't hear a lot of that game because by that time the weather had kicked in, but uh, Mississippi State did not play well um, and had had some turnovers and things like that. Pierre, mm-hmm. Pierre what did you uh, pick out of that game? I assume you probably heard more of it than I did. Well, the first three quarters, it was a terrible game. Uh, in fact, Mississippi State led the, uh, all of the first half and most of the uh, third quarter. And uh, then all of a sudden, LSU caught on fire uh, with uh, uh, about the middle of the fourth quarter, and then they couldn't, Mississippi State couldn't stop them. Mm. Okay. And that lightning game Perry's been talking about, Iowa beat Nevada 27 to nothing. So the Iowa defense has to be pretty good, though, Perry. The Iowa defense is very good. And, um, you know, I think there was some thought to canceling the game, you know, once you hit the third delay, but it was only 17 to nothing. And I, I think the thought from the Iowa administration is, you know, they apparently they couldn't find hotel rooms for Nevada, you know, in, in either Iowa City or Cedar Rapids. So I don't know what was going on over there this weekend, but uh, there was some talk about it. But it, I mean, 17 to nothing, if they would have gotten hot, uh, Nevada, yeah. they could have come yeah. back in that game. So I think that's why they didn't do it. Right. And so, um, so the, 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 did Iowa's offense look better or just Nevada is not as good a team as the ones that um, were it looked a little better but I think it was more the competition Nevada's not that good in the Mountain West they're not one of the Mountain West powerhouses right. okay so what do we got okay. coming up this week uh, Sean and Perry well, well before this week we mentioned this before the show but we didn't mention it on the show Kansas Duke North Carolina and Kentucky are all 3-0 and four powerhouse basketball blue, blue bloods that's where you talked about UConn and Michigan we mentioned it like I said before and Kansas and Duke play each other this week so who'd have, if you'd have asked me a month ago to watch Kansas Duke to see how that's going in football I'd be like you're crazy no winner should, should get in the uh, top 25 <laughs> yeah the winner could they, they honestly could and you know, the Kansas coach, that's another one. Does he stay at Kansas very long, or does he look at a place like Nebraska or somewhere else? You know, that, you know, that, and, and, uh, what's his name at Duke? He's been courted several times for, for jobs, but, you know, you got that game. You got North Carolina, Notre Dame could be interesting. They're undefeated. Uh, Florida, Florida, Tennessee. Uh, that's against Clemson Wake Forest, a ranked matchup. Texas A&M and Arkansas playing at Jerry World. Uh, they're both ranked. Uh, 
Ohio State, Wisconsin. Yeah, that could be Michigan State, Minnesota. Uh, you have that. What I would think the, would be the better of those two games, that Michigan State, Minnesota, because to be totally it, honest, Wisconsin is is very disappointing. Yeah, Wisconsin down. Baylor, Iowa State. You get to see if these two teams how because Baylor started off slow in that Texas State game. So Baylor, Iowa State is a pretty interesting game. Texas and Texas Tech. And, it, and it's in and it's in Ames. So I mean, it's not in. I yeah, it's in Ames. Travel, so it's in Ames. No, it's it's in Ames, and uh, let me see. I think there, there's a few. Uh, oh, Florida State, Boston College. I mean, BC's been okay. In Florida State, no, they, they, they just no, they haven't. I mean, they beat Maine. No, they lost the first two. They, they lost to Rutgers. They lost to Virginia Tech. Then they beat Maine, but that's only Maine. And the Florida State looked pretty good against Louisville the other night. So I don't expect the BC to give them much trouble. Yeah, now, and, and their offensive line is hurt too. Yeah, but I mean, those are some of your marquee games. It's going to be on national TV. It will be a Saturday night game, so you people will see it. But yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it'll be like a ACC network or one of those. Yeah. I think yeah. Florida State. Yeah, one of those. But I mean, those are some of your those are some of your bigger games this yep. week. Like I said, uh, conference so, play is starting. So yeah, slowly starting now. The SEC told uh, what Tennessee and Georgia to get out of their uh, upcoming uh, games or something because they they uh, what, what was they all that because with all. Oklahoma and, okay. with Oklahoma, right? Yeah, because one of them plays Oklahoma next year, one of them plays in 24, and they think there may be a chance that Oklahoma may be coming in, but they did not tell Alabama to get out of their deal with Texas next year, which makes me wonder if they are going to come in next year, they're going to keep Alabama and Texas playing next year, but Tennessee, Georgia, because you know, they want them to get out of those and because they'll be playing them possibly at a later date. So they might so. put Texas in Alabama's division and Oklahoma in the other division, something like well, that? Well, maybe, no, maybe not even divisional game, but an interconference. I, mean, I know they'd have them play every year because they play every year. So that would be their designated rival if they do, if they well, do Tex- that. But no, no, Ten- Tennessee and Georgia are getting out of their game with Oklahoma. So right. they wouldn't be, they wouldn't play them every no, year, but maybe they're thinking even if they're not in the same division as Alabama, they'll have, if they come in, if they're allowed to come in next year, Texas may go ahead and play Alabama as an interconference game next year. Right. They and, have not decided... Was- it was revealed this morning that uh, once Oklahoma goes to the SEC, the Oklahoma-Oklahoma State, the Bedlam game is done. That's according to both athletic directors. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was also going to tell you. They've played 116 times since 1904, uh, before, three years before Oklahoma became a state, and they've played 112 consecutive years. Uh, Texas A&M and Texas, when they ended, played 118 times and 115 consecutive years. But yeah, they're saying they're going to play in every other sport, but not in football. But yeah, when they but when they all come in in the SEC, they're still talking about the four pods possibly instead of the divisions. Yep. They're talking about these okay. pods. Is what they're looking right. at. So Herm Edwards so. is fired by Arizona State after losing to Eastern Michigan. So that's not a good thing. On and the field. On the field, he was fired. Yeah, but he had a yeah, pretty good record fired. there. He's forty-six and twenty-six, and one, but he was one and two this year, and. Uh, He's 17 and 14 in the pack uh, 12, but he uh, apparently they're under investigation, so that's uh, part of it. And the thought is he'll be back on ESPN in a week or two. Yeah, Sean Aguano, the running backs coach, took over as an interim. And it's over, the whole the investigation is over some, I think, some recruiting and practices during COVID, so. Okay. Yep. 
Oh, little, uh, short wow. something, something coming in over a short way from London here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Like, that sounded like somebody's vacuum cleaner. Anybody got any more college football or are we moving to baseball? Well, let's, uh, let's move to uh, Pennsylvania, to though, and let's bring on uh, Jerry. So how's it going, okay. Jerry? Okay. Uh, well, what do you guys think? Try of, to get clo- uh, Jerry, try to get closer to your phone. He's on your out left field. Well, I'm, I'm coming in. We're mowing. Uh, there you go. Nephew. There you go. There you okay. go. Now we hear you. Uh, well, we got. Uh, is there anything exciting on? Uh, Chris, you know more about this. Uh, uh, Pitt. Uh, yeah. This, uh, Penn State and Rhode Island and Central Michigan uh, on Saturday at noon, and we got a wedding to go to. So, am I missing anything there? Oh, Pitt and Rhode Island. You're not no. going to miss a thing. No, and I, Penn State Central Michigan, you're not either. You're not going to miss anything there. No. No, no. You're I okay. Think Rhode Island knows has almost dropped football a couple of times. So, yeah, they're not too good. Well, enjoy the wedding, Jerry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So any more any more callers? Are we ready to go for baseball? Nope, we're ready for baseball. All right. American in the East, we have the Yankees at 88 and 58, Toronto at 83 and 64. So that's about a five-and-a-half game lead. So they're pretty close to wrapping that up. And Tampa Yankees Bay, 82. Play, the, Yankees, the Yankees play Pittsburgh this weekend. I mean, that, this, this upcoming series. So that should be helpful. Right. Um, okay. Toronto is uh, – Tampa Bay, I should say, is 82 and 65. Baltimore, 76 and 70. The Red Sox, preparing for their nationally focused uh, matchup with the Red, are uh, 71 and 75. Everybody in the country is going to be paying attention to that one. Uh, in, in the Central, we got Cleveland at 80 and 67. They did some business with the Guardians. So what was? How did that series yes, actually they come did. out? Uh, so what did they the Guardians win? won four. Four out of five. Four out of five. So they pretty much took the Twins out. They're 80 and 67. The White Sox are 76 and 71. So they're four out. They got a little chance. Minnesota, though, 73 and 74. But really, really really they're five out because the Guardians have the tiebreaker. Oh, okay then. Yep. All right. Minnesota, 73 and 74. So they're in major trouble. Uh, the Royals are 58 and 80, Detroit 56 and, uh, no, 56 and 89. I'm 58 and 89, Detroit 56 and 91. In the West, we have Houston has won their division. They're 97 and 51, Seattle 81 and 65. The Angels are 64 and 83, and Texas is 63 and 83, and Oakland is 53 and 94. Yeah. In the East, we got a battle in the East with the Mets, 94 and 55, the Braves, 92 and 55. They are even in the all important loss column. That's what we always talk about this time of year. And the, now, so, one thing to watch for for tonight, the Mets uh, clinched a playoff spot last night, which means, you know, they're at least going to get the third wild card, even if they would collapse. But right. they did the champagne thing last night. So you hope they don't, for Mets fans, oh, yeah. they better hope they don't come out flat because they, mm-hmm. and they play the Brewers, which is a halfway decent team. It is. Okay. Philadelphia is at 80 and 66. Miami 61 and 87. Washington 51 and 96. In the Central, the Cardinals just about have it at 87 and 61. The Milwaukee, uh, 78 and 69. The Cubs are 62 and 85. Cincinnati, 58 and 89. And Pittsburgh, 55 and 93. In the West, the Dodgers are continuing to roll. They've now clinched home field throughout the playoffs, no matter who they play, American or National League. They're 102 and 44. San Diego, 81 and 66. 
Giants are 70 and 77, Arizona 68 and 79, and Colorado 64 and 83. So looking at the wild cards in the AL, we have Toronto at 83 and 64, leading Tampa Bay 82 and 65. So that means right now Toronto uh, would host Tampa Bay in a series. Seattle is uh, 81 and 65, and they would go to Cleveland in it for their series. Baltimore's almost done. They're they're 76 and 70. They're like five games out, and they've only got about 15 to go. Not quite done, but pretty close. About a good run for the Orioles, but you know what? The Orioles and Red Sox off seasons are going to be very intriguing. You know what are they going to do? You know uh, because they're going to be in this division with all these teams that you know are going to be good, and how are they going to react? You know, especially Baltimore because they've they've never spent money. Orioles are certainly the Orioles are certainly looking up. Yes, but will they will they keep it that way? Will they will they put something into it? You know, you figure the Red Sox will try to do something. Let's, but let's hope they do. Let's hope the Orioles do. Let's hope they do. One nice thing, and I've been thinking about this. We're going to have a real off season for the first time in about three years because we you know we kind of did in 1920. We didn't know it was going to blow up and not have a, much of a season. But you know, when then we 2020. Yeah, 19, what did I say? 1920. You said 1920. Oh, I see what you mean. At that time, we thought we were going to have a, you know, we were having a real off season that was going to lead to a, a season. But since then, we knew that 21 was going to be starting strangely. We had to deal with the lockout this year. So we're going to have a real hot stove season this year. And that's the first time in three years. And I have missed that over the last few years. So uh, then we got Baltimore 76-70, the White Sox 76-71, an outside chance also for the wild card. Minnesota's not getting the, Minnesota's out. I, I think we can pretty much say Minnesota's done. 73-74, they're about seven games behind the Guardians and they're, they're that far out Boy, of the wild card too. They they play it's because uh, Saturday night I was kind of looking at the phone you know periodically course I was looking at for weather stuff and yeah. also some some sports stuff and um, them and the Guardians played 15 innings that that's got to be if that is not the longest that's got to be the longest since that, the yeah, uh, was, Ghost Runner longest, has come in. That, that, that was the longest game this year and it was the second game of the doubleheader. Remember that it was the day nighter. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In the wild card in the National League, uh, we've got uh, Atlanta is 92-55. Either the Mets or the Braves will have the lead wild card because yep. <laughs> they're well ahead of San Diego with 81-66, and 66, Philadelphia 80-66. and 66. So right now, San Diego would go to Atlanta, and the Phillies would go to St. Louis to play a series. Yep. And then Milwaukee, though, is still in it at 78-69, and uh, so they're uh, two and a half out. So Milwaukee still has a chance in the wild card to catch uh, the Phillies. And uh, – and Max Scherzer got his uh, 200th win last night. That's the 200 is the new normal, the new 300. Let's put it that yeah. way, because nobody's going to get ever going to get and 300. Boy, boy, was Chris Russo mad at the Mets today because he was pitching a perfect game through six innings and they pulled him. Yeah, woof, he was not well, pleased. That was his first start off of the injured list, Perry. So I understand that. I did not understand what Dave Roberts did earlier in the year, though, with Clayton Kershaw pitching seven perfect innings and pulling him out. As, you know, cause I suppose had- I suppose what Dave Roberts would argue, and and he and he did what he yeah. would say is, you know, he was he's injury prone, and we didn't really want to take any chances. We're more worried about October, not April. Yeah, right. that's that, but right. the perfect game. It kind of. Uh, I don't know, kind of let it go, but it, uh, it's tough, especially this time of year. I get it. The beginning of the year when they're not stretched out and this time of year when you're trying to get ready for, for the playoffs, they're, they're, middle of the year, maybe you let it go a little bit longer, you know? Right, right. Okay, uh, okay. I've got a few news and notes. 
Uh, the Dodgers have won nine divisions in the last 10 years, and I was trying to figure out uh, Atlanta. Uh, I think they, they, am I wrong, or did they win, like, between the uh, West first and the East? Didn't they win, like, 14 divisions in a row? I think, you're, I think you're close, yes. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, so far, and I must point this out to David USF, the Braves and the Dodgers have had the same success rate. They've won one World Series in these postseason. <laughs> you know, nice to be in the postseason every year, but you've got to win. I'm not saying the Dodgers can't do it this year. They certainly can. They got the best record and everything else, but uh, you know they, they've got to start winning the World Series. That's what happened to the Braves. They just only got the one. So you know, yep. and Aaron Judge now has uh, 59 home runs, and Albert Albert Pool holds is at 698. So everybody's hoping he can get to 700. And I think a lot of people are rooting for Judge to to break. Uh, and we were talking about this. Uh, I don't remember if it was on the show or not no, about it what yeah, it was on the show about this being yep. American Greg. Yes, it was. Yep. So, but uh, you know, I mean, it's still it's it's the the modern player who is doing it clean. And that's that's what people want to see. And, well, we uh, assume he's clean. We don't know that. Well, well, they yeah. do test them now. Yeah, they, yeah, they, but they test them regularly. Rick, there's ways around this. There's test. ways around. I mean, do you remember yeah. when Alex Rodriguez got caught and he didn't get caught? He was tested and he didn't get caught with the test, but he got caught when he got it delivered in the mail. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I made a prediction this week. I think the, that Aaron Judge is going to end up with the Mets. Now, I know uh, Robert was talking that the Giants are going to put in a big, uh, you know, uh, push yeah, for him because doing. he's from yeah. there. But I think that if it was if it was George Steinbrenner, I it would be a, a very even battle because he and uh, Stephen Cohen would go to the mat. I think Hal and Hank are just going to kind of say, oh, well, even though it's really going to dent their fan base, I think, if they do that. Remember, it's Hal now. Hank died, Chris. So Hal is just Hal. Okay. So either way, I don't think Hal is going to really go after it like uh, like his father would have. So. Well, the thing is with the Mets, Jay, uh, DeGrom is a free agent. Yeah. And, and he's making sounds like maybe he wants to leave so but i mean if they sign him then i don't think they're going to sign judge too no what well what did somebody told us on our baseball group that Degrom's asking for 50 million a year with yeah, his health with his health status there's no yeah, way i would give him 50 million a year. no uh, i i don't think he's going to be a med anymore because i don't think steve cohen steve cohen will go so far but with his injury history unless he's willing to take some sort of discount i don't think he'll be there. the ground sounds like a padre to me what do you think yeah. that's what yeah. they do they pick up yeah. all these guys for all this yeah. money and nothing happens right yeah, exactly. so uh, you know it sounds like a, an injured padre next year so and judge going to the mets so that's my prediction but but Robert, what's the aspect that they're talking in San Francisco, Bay Area? Well, um, remember, the attendance has been down here in San Francisco for the last several years, A, due to the pandemic, and B, a lot of their older guys have retired or, or left and went elsewhere. And uh, in San Francisco, you have to have a big-name attraction in order to attract them to the ballpark. That's why the Giants signed Barry Bonds when they did is because Back when Bonds came to San Francisco, they were still playing in Candlestick, and Barry Bonds is one of the reasons why that new ballpark got built. And they're kind of in the same situation now. Not that they need a new ballpark, but they need a superstar in order to bring out the casual baseball fans. Right. Well, they think Aaron Judge will be that person. Well, speaking of the Giants, uh, it came across that uh, Scott Harris of the Giants has been hired. He's the president of baseball operations now for the Tigers. So they're losing one of their big front office guys, too. Yes, they are. 
Um, okay. No, that, that's, what, that's what the thinking is in San Francisco. And he was, I guess he was a Giants fan growing up. So yeah. Yeah. Well, he is from the area, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, Barry Bonds was his guy. That's who he grew up watching, you know. Right. So, so, so maybe he's gotten some tips from Barry. You know, you might be right. We never know about that. <laughs> okay. Well, so let's, Adam just Wayne, let's just hope that he didn't get some of those other tips from Barry. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to hear about anybody else getting caught with steroids. I, I, I want to I hope that this is uh, clean because I, I'm sick of all this. Well, I think everybody is, you know. Steroids and stuff, so, you know. Okay. Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina set the, their uh, they were uh, their 325th game together as a battery and uh, breaking uh, Mickey Lowich and uh, Bill Freehand's record and uh, <clears throat> you know and that 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 was quite a thing to do and you know it took take a long time because in those old days you pitched every four days so uh, you know it took, took many years for them to to meet uh, to you know pass uh, Mickey and uh, Bill Freehand but uh, they did it and Pooh also. 2,200 RBIs now as of Wednesday. He might have more now. Yeah, yeah. He's got more now. But, okay, know, but Aaron is leading the 2,297. Babe Ruth, 2,213. So he may catch Babe. Yep. And then Albert uh, with 2,200. So he may catch Babe before the year's over. Yep. And Friday, uh, Jordan Alvarez hit three home runs for the, Astro, uh, for the Astros against Oakland. Uh, okay, and I already told you about the uh, the NFL and the, you know, um, and the scores you can get from going back and I you know you might be really able to go back a long way with, with this I haven't really gotten that far yet but it's fun for me especially remembering dates and, and that kind of stuff and Gil Hodges his wife uh, died uh, uh, passed away his widow and she was 95 she was not able to be at the Hall of Fame ceremony but she was watching and she was able to know her daughter gave the speech and uh, you know uh, she was able to know that Gil had made the Hall of Fame so that was good and we did find out today that Maury Wills died and we will have more information on him next week we'll do a, a section on him because of course the great dodger and we'll we'll find out uh, what happened and he was 89 years old and david usf will give us some info jake uh, jacob de broke a record uh, he it was the 40th start uh, in a row allowing three or fewer runs so there's the other side of the coin yeah he may be injured but when he's on the mound he's good yeah you know and that record was held by uh, Jim Scott from the White Sox in 1914. So a, a long time uh, major league record. So there you go. So any other uh, baseball notes? Yeah, one quick thing. Um, we, we're talking about the, the Dodgers and what a great season they're having. I heard that <clears throat> they've lost four season series this year. And some of them, are, I mean, like they lost their one or two against Cleveland, one series. They're three and four against the Mets and the Phillies, who are having good years. But the really interesting one is they're one and five against the Pirates. <laughs> that is funny. That is funny. And the, and they are losing today to the Diamondbacks 3-1 in the fifth. Okay. So uh, in pro basketball, we have our new NBA, uh, WNBA champion is the Las Vegas, uh, whoever they are. Aces. 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 Beat, beat, the, uh, beat the Sun, the uh, Connecticut yeah. Sun, three games to one. Yeah. Future coach of the Spurs, Becky Hammond. Becky right Hammond, yeah, yeah got, owned, got her championship. And owned by Mark Davis. Right. Yeah. And spe- speaking of owners, we may as well talk about this we hadn't had the full story the other shoe dropped i guess wednesday because we we did announce the uh, uh suspension of robert Sar- 
Garver for a year, and uh, Adam Silver said that he could not take the team away from him. The difference, apparently, being that when it happened with um, Donald Sterling, they had video, and so they, you know, it's a he he said he said she said kind of thing. It's an investigation, and even though in the article that we heard and stuff, he apparently even in talking to the investigators was using the N word. The one thing about it, there's a couple things that the owners themselves can kind of encourage him nicely to sell the team. The other thing is players, how many times do we hear players, well, he's choosing between Phoenix and Miami and Boston. You know, these players get to choose where they're going to go and uh, who's going to go. You know, why, why would you go somewhere? If it's equal and you say, this owner's a jerk, I'm not going to play for this guy. I'll go to Golden State or Boston or Miami or some other contender. Phoenix is a contender right now, but they're not going to be long if the players decide they don't want to go there. Oh. Oh. And, uh, and the I think they're going to sell him. And uh, the problem gonna... also apparently is right now, uh, Sarver has a lot of support in ownership. Uh, apparently he's friends with several owners, and uh, of course Adam Silver works with the owners, and uh, they basically said uh, they basically told Silver, yeah, the evidence is terrible, but it's not enough to, to force him out like the Donald Sterling case was. So. Well, Sterling was not well liked by the owners already, so. Right. Yeah. The other thing, too, is that that's one of your competitors. You know, if you're sitting there and you're the Lakers or you're Golden State or something, and, and Phoenix has been good the last couple of years, and you say, okay, well, let him keep the team because if people don't want to go there, we can pick up, you know, we would, you know, that it's good for us. They won't be as good. So, and the, and the difference, and the difference in the NBA with some of the other sports is you can't significantly offer more money than, than, Right, a lot of it because of the salary cap issues. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So the other the, the thing too is just you you wonder if uh, you know I I don't think it's anything about moving the team or anything like that. But you also think back to Daniel Snyder. He's got the, his wife, quote unquote, is running the team. Ha 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 ha. And you know nobody believes yeah. that. But uh, now, now, they're letting him get away with stuff too in the NFL. Yeah. Now the the only thing where he might actually lose some stuff eventually will be the WNBA because he also owns the Phoenix Mercury. So. Uh, if anything might happen before the sun, you might see him lose the Phoenix WNBA team. Right. And uh, Dennis Schroeder is coming back, or you know, is coming back to the Lakers. Schroeder, yeah, back to the Lakers. He's been in the league since uh, 2012, 2.6 million. He played with the Hawks, the Oklahoma City, the Lakers, uh, Celtics, and Houston. And now he's going to go back to the Lakers uh, this year. So there you go. And there was something that you said somebody got in trouble with stuff on their uh, Twitter feeds. Yeah, and the Edwards of the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves apparently put some gay slurs on his Instagram, and they fined him $40,000. And Robert Williams of the Boston Celtics is going to be out four to six weeks. More difficulty with the knee that he had surgery on, apparently. And if I'm in Boston, and if I'm the Celtics, I talk to my medical staff and say, what's up here? Actually, he's going to have an arthroscopic procedure on his left knee. Yeah. Okay. So this is the same injury, Rick, that he from uh, yeah. uh, Mark. Yeah. And what I don't get, yeah, same like, injury. Yeah, what I don't get is like I said earlier that uh, maybe you weren't on even Rick, but it was before the show anyway. That these players, you don't understand why nobody's monitoring them in the off season, and suddenly people come to training camp and they need this and that. I mean, you understand it when the lockout was going on and things yeah. of that sort, but you know, suddenly people get to training camp. Uh, I guess it happened with uh, the receiver Thomas in New Orleans. Michael too. Thomas, yeah, Michael Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. Why is why don't they know? what's going on with these players yeah i don't know <laughs> they should know they should yeah. yeah one other thing a couple other things about from the nba uh that i guess the, the owners and the players are talking 
about possibly in a couple of years going, getting rid of one and done and allowing the 18 year olds to come back because they've developed a G league and they got this G league ignite team over in Mexico where they play and they can, uh, you know, where players can go play with that team for a year. There's a couple of players in the draft that were on that team. And who is coming in the league in a couple in a couple of years? Who's going to be of age? Why would this be significant? LeBron's son. Yeah. Bronny is coming in a couple of years. So, yeah. and also now when this I, is I, something. When I heard I that, like, Sean, yesterday, when I heard that yesterday, that's exactly what I said to well, uh, yeah, our producer in the five one five. I said I, that's that's exactly why that's happening because he. Yep. he that's that's why they're saying two years, two years, and this is actually a good thing that they are talking about another one. Uh, and they'd be the first league to really step out on this on considering mental health issues and mental illness as signs to be put you know, on the injured list, not just physical injuries. And with all the awareness that we've had lately with mental health with the pandemic and you know, all the, you know, where before it was stereotyped, you didn't want to talk about it, mental you know, health problems. I think this is a good sign if they're going to do this. I, you know, this be the Kyrie <laughs> well, they're, they're, I don't know. That's a good case study there for him. That's a psychiatrist nightmare. <laughs> yeah, really. So, yeah. And the other thing, too, though, if you do that, then you have to um, uh, kind of skirt around it. You, you can't. It's a little a little like the COVID list that uh, we're telling you, but we're not telling you. Uh, yeah. You would have to do that with a mental health uh, issue. So I don't know what uh, what you do about that. That would be, that would be tricky. So anything yeah. else before we go to hockey? hockey no. Good night, Pierre. Good night, Pierre. Bye, Pierre. Bye, yeah. Pierre. Good, good night, Lucy. Okay. So we Here he goes. <laughs> PK. Yeah. He, he's not, he's not going to know now that PK Subban is is retiring. That's sad. And I'm, also, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. To be honest, he doesn't care. No, he doesn't. And yeah. Keith Yandel is retiring now. Keith Yandel's the guy that had the consecutive game streak, wasn't he, Robert? Yes. So he's retiring. Yeah, he's retiring. So yeah. So that'll be. But he'd already lost it because of the craziness with the Flyers there. Yeah, the stupid coach. Yeah. And Zdeno Chara retired today. Uh, became a Bruin for one day, so he could retire as a retire as a Bruin. Twenty four years in the league and uh, he was with the Bruins for 14 years so that's what he wanted to do was, uh, after playing that one year with the uh, the uh, Islanders and then uh, and Nathan McKinnon is getting an eight year extension with Colorado for 12.6 per year and then that will start next year so this year he's going to be on his old uh, salary but next year he'll be on his new salary so yeah now uh, for Bruins fans this you need to pay attention to this because McKinnon is currently making around the same amount that uh, David Pasternak is making. And remember, uh, David Pasternak is up for a new contract, so this is something the Bruins management needs to be uh, made aware of because this is the kind of salary that David could probably get uh, in free agency if Boston doesn't keep it. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, we'll just see what happens. I mean, I was was listening to somebody, uh, they actually talked about the Bruins for a few minutes on one of the talk shows, and people are basically expecting the same kind of year they had last year to get in the playoffs this division is tough you know but you've got two or three teams that you're going to be better than you're going to be better than detroit you're going to be better than buffalo you're going to be better than ottawa and you're going to be better than montreal but you can't just get in finishing fourth in your division you've got to be one of the top two wild cards they'll probably be at the bottom of the playoff push but probably make it but probably lose in the first round i mean that's what they do but if you're don swing uh you've got to pay attention to your upcoming free agents that's right 
that's one guy you cannot afford to lose. No, that's right. And, uh, you know, and maybe they could be a little better if Swayman improves, and that, that's what we hope, but we don't really know. And, yeah. But the training camps are opening now, and, uh, you know, uh, there'll be the first games are when, Robert? Uh, October 7th, I believe, is, uh, because we're going to have some games overseas this year, so it might be a little bit before that. That's why NBA and NHL training camps are opening this weekend. So I know I know the NHL has some overseas games, and I'm not sure if the NBA does, but uh, both uh, both leagues are opening up their training camps this week. Mm-hmm. So. All right. And anybody with anything else? I think we're done. No. And that's okay. it. That's, uh, go for it, Sean. There you go, Sean. All right. All right, folks. Well, if you want to listen to this podcast again, or if you don't have friends, tell them to download the podcast at legendoldies.com or tell them to play uh, sport, type in Sports Lounge Live in your podcatcher as soon as it's posted. You will get it. Or tell your smart speaker to play uh, Sports Lounge Live from Apple Podcast or go to 773-572-3006, option number nine. Come back next Tuesday to check us out. We'll have week three of the NFL in the books will be closer to the pennant races and more in-depth conference coverage as we get into conference play and the big October and November rivalries that are coming up in college football plus training camps and who knows what scandal may break this there's always a scandal back, right so. yes there, there is always a scandal so until next week we will see you later 